This is Forensic Perspectives Podcast. We're bringing you immediate access to today's top accounting and legal experts. We cover various topics concerning forensic accounting, business valuation, economic damages, and litigation support. We chat with experts concerning business disputes, divorce, and economic damages. I'm your host, Mark Gottlieb. Welcome to Forensic Perspectives Podcast. Thank you and welcome to today's program. So many of us came of age with the indelible larger-than-life characters in popular culture. You may have seen the latest Disney animated or live-action movie. Some of you may be avid readers of the Marvel comic book characters. The enduring characters that populate the Disney and Marvel universes have historically had great impact on our culture and social conscience. The recent $4 billion acquisition of Marvel Enterprises by the Walt Disney Company was one of the major business stories in 2009. Whether being in business with Marvel will help Disney's bottom line and increase shareholder value remains to be seen, even with Disney's careful valuation of Marvel's assets, which include a library of over 5,000 characters featured in a variety of media and businesses that include licensing, film, publishing, and production, the risk is a great one. According to TheDeal.com, the price paid by Disney is significantly above the valuations assigned to the assets purchased. Disney will not see the full benefits of this acquisition for quite some time. This begs the question, will the likes of Superman, the Fantastic Four, and Iron Man help the mere mortals at Disney and its shareholders? The answer to this question may rely on how accurately risk was evaluated in this transaction. This now brings us to today's topic, understanding risk and business valuation. In general terms, the income approach and business valuation is computed by applying a valuation multiple to a normalized revenue stream. The valuation multiple, often referred to as the capitalization rate, is comprised of a number of factors, including the company's specific risk. Risk is an expression of the analyst's judgment. This is because no empirical evidence or database exists or can exist to measure the company-specific risk drivers. In fact, the need to identify the company risk drivers is relevant only when a private company is being valued. The valuator must identify material, specific company risk drivers and judge their magnitude. This is in order to estimate the additional incremental rate of return the market would require to offset the acceptance by the investor of that additional risk. The factors will vary from company to company, amongst industries, and over time, even within the same company. These factors generally include depth of management, importance of key personnel, stability of industry, diversification of product or service, diversification and stability of vendors, geographic location, and earnings margins, to name a few. In a business valuation exercise, these risks are often defined within three disciplines, business risk, financial risk, and liquidity risk. Business risk relates to all factors that may prevent the realization of forecasted earnings. In other words, any item which can impact sales, cost of sales, or administrative and operating expenses. Business risk is generally considered to be company-specific. In the analysis of business risk, the evaluator should obtain a sufficient understanding of the subject company to determine various economic factors relating to its industry, competition, management, and working capital, to name a few. 
Financial risk is also company-specific, but much narrower by definition. Financial risk relates mainly to interest expense, the loan factor capable of diminishing forecasted pre-income earnings. Financial risk may be assessed by the manner in which a company's assets base is financed. If the company is financed primarily by equity, financial risk is minimal. But if the subject company is financed primarily with debt, the financial risk can be significant. Unlike business and financial risk, liquidity is not company-specific, nor does it have any relation to the realization of some income level. Liquidity risk occurs when an investor desires to liquidate his or her share or interest in the company. Liquidity risk relates to the uncertainty associated with disposing of the closely held business at its fair market value and stems from the uncertain length of time associated with the time value of money. In a publicly held business, an investor's interest is liquidated after the execution of a sell order. This investment is generally converted into cash within a couple of days, and liquidity and its risk is non-existent. In a closely held business, a controlling equity interest has less liquidity risk. This risk is also referred to as a marketability risk. As the most subjective portion of the capitalization rate computation, the company-specific risk associated with the valuation conclusion may be a target of your adversary. Therefore, the valuator's ability to articulate the pros and cons of the subject company's industry, the advantages and disadvantages of the subject company's business, and the analysis of the subject company's financial components becomes an integral part of the valuation report. Therefore, you may not be surprised that the attorney's ability to focus on these principles will certainly provide an advantage in articulating or discrediting the valuation conclusion. The aggregate specific risk premium for closely held businesses is typically considered low, moderate, or high. Since this amount is included in the computation of the capitalization rate and the valuation multiple, it has a tremendous influence on the ultimate value of the subject company. One of the many common mistakes we see in such an analysis is the duplication of these risks when determining other control or marketability discounts and the capitalization of the normalized income stream. So be cautious when you are reviewing a valuation analysis to ensure that the risk interpretation is also not contained in other components of the valuation model. Understanding the inherent risk in business valuation is essential for so many attorneys that we work with, and we hope that this program has shed some light on the subject. Thank you for joining us today for our discussion on understanding risk in business valuation. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact us. Stay connected with us on the web at www.msgcpa.com, where you can also subscribe to our newsletter, Forensic Perspectives. We can also be found on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and of course by phone. Your topic suggestions for future broadcasts are always welcome. Until our next podcast, this is Mark Gottlieb. Thank you for joining us.